As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Understand, defend, and share your faith with confidence. This is Unapologetic from Premier Unbelievable. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Ruth Jackson and you are listening to Unapologetic, which aims to help grow your confidence in thinking through and sharing your faith. We'd love to know what you think of the programme. Do let us know via our social media or by emailing unbelievable at premier.org.uk. And check out our website, premierunbelievable.com for more shows, articles and resources. Before we speak to our guest today, I'd love to let you know about an upcoming event. We are living in turbulent times. Progressives and conservatives are often at war over deeply held beliefs. So how should Christians respond? We want to invite you to be part of our next unbelievable live event, Culture War Questions, with apologist Sean McDowell on Tuesday the 15th of November. Sean's most recent book, A Rebel's Manifesto, is aimed at believers who want to act with grace and speak with truth into polarising issues such as LGBT, pornography, abortion, morality and more. Sean McDowell and Justin Briley will take audience questions on the hot button issues dividing culture and help you learn how to give a reason for your hope with gentleness and respect. Please join us online from anywhere in the world on Tuesday the 15th of November at 8pm UK, that's 3pm Eastern and 12 noon Pacific. Register now at www.unbelievable.live. It's free to attend but registration is essential. www.unbelievable.live. Today we're carrying on our conversation with Claire Williams, who is the founder of Get Real, an apologetics ministry engaging with the big questions of life, faith and culture. So Claire, the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020 brought issues of racial justice to the fore for many people. Of of course, it's not that these things weren't there before, but it kind of brought it all right into the foreground. I mean, what are some of the ways that churches and Christians should be responding to some of these issues? I'm aware that's a huge question, but, you know, (laughs) what's just some of the ways that that we really should be responding to this? Yeah, I think um, I'll actually comment on what I did see um, and what I think has really has been quite good practice which is to to listen <laughs> um, to actually yeah really listen to what your black brothers and sisters are saying your black friends black work colleagues are saying in this space so um, we, we need to be listening we also need to be thinking as a church regardless of you, whether you're in um, a multi-ethnic church black majority church um, we need to think about the issue of justice and see how justice actually points so clearly to God. You know, 
I think a lot of people were a bit afraid to talk about justice and to talk about racism because it was, you know, uh, the social gospel or um, critical race theory and all the bogeymen that are meant to be a, a threat to Christianity in the West today. But actually, when people are passionate about a justice issue and say, say, say we're talking about racism here, that is an, a, a perfect opportunity to talk about the God who cares deeply about justice. So I think um, in the listening process, even though you you may not agree with what certain views have to say, secular views, critical race theorist views, whatever, you might not agree with those things, but actually listening and pointing people to the God who cares about justice, I think is really powerful. Um, you mentioned critical race theory there. Obviously, there's lots of, um, you know, helpful insights that people can go to. Unbelievable did a show about it. But just just quickly, if, if someone's not heard of that or isn't sure where they can find out about that, would you just sort of define that term and, and just give us a little bit of a potted history of critical okay. race theory in a minute? <laughs> so, oh, how, how quick can I do this? So critical race theory is um, a, a, an idea that comes from like, the social sciences, a crit- critical theory. Um, critical theory in- involves like queer theory or Oh, um, um, feminist theory. So critical race theory is about issues of race and justice. So it merges from that kind of social science space. And it was kind of founded by a guy called Derek Bell in America. Um, and he and others, so black practitioners who were also legal professional professionals as well. They were very much, um, involved in the legal profession of, of the US. They saw a disparity or they saw what they saw as a two tier justice system. For, for, for black Americans and wrote about it and critiqued it and looked at statistics and looked at um, outcomes for black men and women and said that there's a problem here. So they were theorizing about the issues that they see kind of systemically and institutionally in America and that that, that has kind of gained a lot of ground and um, with, with all that happened in 2020 that has come to the fore. So just to say 2020 was a time where it came to the fore um, but this has been going on for a long time in the, in the academy. And so it's not brand new information, kind of like we, the popular culture, have just been introduced to it. However, um, along with the emergence of, of critical race theory, kind of like in the popular kind of level, has come a lot of criticism, I would say, from, from Christians saying it's um, a different worldview, saying it's um, antithetical to Christianity, et cetera, et cetera, for a number of reasons. Um, but I think the apologist, um, Sean McDowell says three bits of advice. Read critical race theory for yourself. Read it charitably and read it critically. And, um, in so doing what he's saying is don't just listen to your favorite, you know, mm. evangelical Christian giving you, um, a summary of critical race theory. And I'm giving you a summary myself, <laughs> but, um, but just, just because, you don't want to just be hearing what you want to hear, create echo yeah. chambers for ourselves. Have a broad view and do so charitably and critically. That's really helpful. Thank you so much, Claire. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just sprung that on you, but I thought, no it's, you know, it's a helpful thing to hear about. What advice would you give to young black Christians who are in the throes of racial injustice? You know, whatever that looks like in their context. Is there anything that you would say to encourage them? How, how would you get alongside them in this situation? Yeah, well, the first thing I'll say is that I'm really sorry that you're facing whatever situation you might be facing. Um, I know what that's like myself. I know what it's like to have tried to um, do everything you're supposed to do, get your education, you know, 
love the Lord, all of that kind of stuff. I know what that's like, but then to still encounter um, racial injustice. And just to give an example, I was traveling somewhere to speak not too long ago and I was frisked at the airport on the way there and randomly stopped on the way back. And th that is a common thing when I travel. Um, and people might be thinking, oh, everyone gets stopped at the airport. Not as much, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a regular thing. And it fills yeah. me with dread every time I go to airport security. It really does. So even though you've done all the right things, yeah, to still be seen as a suspect, mm. there's something about it that is eroding and undermining and makes you feel horrible. And I'm really sorry that you're having to deal with those things. What I would say is that please don't trade in your faith okay the very fact that we believe that we have inherent human dignity that we are made in the image of god or the very fact that we get angry about being treated badly mm. is that is pointing us to a god who has made us in his image with with dignity because if we are just you know a bag of atoms in a body and um we we decide our value for ourselves then when people decide that maybe I'm not um, 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 worthy of dignity because I'm a black woman, then what, what have I got to say about that? Mm -hmm. But if there is an objective standard and that resides in God himself for what we are worth as human beings, then that is actually pointing me to God, not away from him. And so my anger, my my um, upset, my, you know, everything I feel, all the hurt I feel is actually pointing me to a God he, was, he doesn't just make, you know, my human dignity possible, but actually cares deeply about it. You're listening to Unapologetic from Premier Unbelievable. How should Christians be responding to these issues of racial injustice? What can we be doing to, to practically help to try and turn the tide um, of these tragic situations? So I would say um, I'm going to use an acronym ACT mm -hmm. and um, A stands for affirm. So not just listen, but actually affirm black pain. Um, you know, there are things that no matter how much I'm educated, right, I will still have to face regardless. Okay. So affirming that there are some things that are going to be different about my life experience to maybe my non, uh, to my, my Christian, um, white friends and, and, and brothers and sisters. The C of act is to challenge, be ready to be challenged about it. It's confronting to have these conversations. You know, I remember doing an unconscious bias, um, test a few years ago and I was shocked to know what biases I had. And I mm. had to take that to the Lord and ask God to, to change me. And that's part of, that was part of my sanctification process. So be prepared to be challenged and for, for, uncomfortable conversations and finally the T of that is that theology matters and as I've already explained like responding in the knowledge that we are all made in the image of God and that's where our dignity and value comes from so um, grounding that in the gospel but the gospel isn't just a bed of roses it's there to confront us of where we fall short and maybe sometimes where we fall short is that we have biases against people who don't look the same as us and then when we're confronted with that, and sometimes that anger, that kind of reaction, um, is actually the Holy Spirit convicting us deeply um, and saying, look, you've, you've got an issue here. You need to change. Um, yeah, that's what, uh, those are my thoughts. 
we're going to discuss this more in another podcast, but I guess there's the, the one issue of creating church spaces, I suppose, for Christians that are, you know, that's, um, racially just and a place of openness and, um, all of that. But, but there's also an evangelism issue, isn't there? Because for a lot of the black community, there's a huge amount of pain tied up in racism and, and Christianity being a tool of oppression uh, and the white man's religion and all of that. So again, a huge question, but, but how do we create how do we do evangelism in a way that is um com- be- being aware and you know n- yeah be- being aware of racial injustice and wanting to acknowledge people's pain um but but at the same time speak to them about a religion that for for them they may consider to be a tool of oppression yeah i think um it's about getting um up to speed with and in the same way that you know, your generic apologetics course, you would know what that maybe the, the, you know, the 10 top questions, objections to Christianity are, and you do significant research to see why people are saying those things and um, look for responses, um, historical, scientific, philosoph- philosophical responses. Do the same with those questions where people object to Christianity because of racism. Respect the question. As we say, put some respect on our name. You know what I mean? It's a legitimate question. And if 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 someone says well i don't want to be a christian because the church is racist and then we say but jesus saves it is true amen that jesus saves but yeah. we need to have you know first first peter three fifteen. you know always be ready to give an answer and that readiness comes with preparation and that means doing the relevant research you know um consulting the thinkers and the black scholars and the black christians who are on the forefront of this and being prepared to have an answer and also not being afraid to say, yeah, the church, we've messed up. And I'm really sorry about that. That is really disarming. And as long as obviously it's genuine and, the, and you know, some people don't like that sort of thing because they're like, well, I'm not apologizing for the sin of my ancestors. No one's asking you to do that. We're, we're saying the yeah. church gets it wrong sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But actually um, that shouldn't have happened. So acknowledging um, someone's pain, being not being afraid to to apologize for where the church has messed up because it can be very disarming and very human but also having the knowledge of as we're going to get into the 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 contributions of black christians to the christian faith i mean obviously your um your website your resources your instagram get real one two three is incredibly helpful for for this but if if people wanted to find out a little bit more they wanted to do some reading um are there any places that you would point people to to try and get their heads around some of this stuff yeah the first book i would say you must read is urban apologetics okay and it's edited by um dr eric mason and in that book he gives with a, a range of black apologist contributors gives um a summary what but really clear explanations of the places where particularly black Christians go to once they leave the faith. Sort of African indigenous spirituality, Kemeticism, Hebrew Israelites, Nation of Islam. And so understand where people have turned to and why they've turned to those places. I think that, that that's a really good resource. Urban Apologetics by Eric Mason. Great. Thanks, Claire. We're actually going to talk a bit more about this in the next episode. So don't go anywhere. Um, but thank you so much for joining us, Claire. 
Thank you for listening to Unapologetic. As always, you can find out more about our guest through the links in today's show. Don't forget about our next unbelievable live event, Culture War Questions, with apologist Sean McDowell on Tuesday the 15th of November at 8pm UK. That's 3pm Eastern and 12 noon Pacific. Register now at www.unbelievable.live. It's free to attend, but registration is essential. That's www.unbelievable.live. Join us next week as we carry on the conversation with Claire, where we'll be looking at young black people leaving the church, as well as talking about the black consciousness movement. Thank you for listening and see you next time. You've been listening to Unapologetic. For more shows, resources and our newsletter, visit premierunbelievable.com.